You're listening to The Darien Diaries. Hello, 20-something Survival Guide fam and all new listeners. I'm Darian Alexis, and today we're going to be discussing interview tips to help you master the art of career conversations. Whether this is your first full-time job, or whether you need some brushing up on interviewing skills because you want to switch careers or job locations, in today's episode, you and me are going to uncover some amazing ways to make sure you ace that interview and get that job offer. Stay tuned to learn about brushing up your resume, how to navigate gaps in your resume, preparing for an interview, and answering questions, as well as the follow-up. Before you even get an interview or apply to a job, review your application and resume. Make sure you're showcasing your past accomplishments in a way that is targeted towards the position requirements. Obviously, never lie or embellish, but choose to share certain highlights from your career and volunteer experiences that suit the position you're going for. Personally, I think it's best to always include a cover letter. Cover letters show you put an effort to let the interviewer know a little bit more about you. You can include more specific details and talk about why you want to work at the company as well. If you're in a creative field, I highly, highly recommend having a website portfolio. You can even get started free on some websites, one being Wix. And here on that website, you can showcase all of your design work and talents and creative work and abilities. I'll link my professional portfolio in the show notes if you're interested at taking a look of an example. Are you a parent that took some time off to care for your kiddos? Or did you take a gap year to see the world or maybe even to volunteer intern somewhere? Let's discuss how to navigate those gaps that may appear in your resume. I'll be the first to say I think it's extremely annoying when jobs are asking about significant lengths of time back in your life, but when they do so, it is a chance for you to take a thoughtful approach to present your experiences positively. So let's talk about how we can navigate this. First things first, honesty is key. It is so important to be upfront about any gaps that have happened, but in doing so, make sure you're focusing how you use that time productively. Consider using a functional resume format. So this approach is different than the chronological because in this one you focus on your skills and accomplishments. But if you are using chronological format, make sure to include the month and years of each job so it can help provide a clear picture of your timeline. Don't forget the power of cover letter. As I said, you can use it briefly to explain any gaps that emphasize your readiness to contribute and excel. If you engage in any volunteer work or freelancing during those gaps, make sure to include them in your resume as well. It demonstrates your proactive approach and the skills you gained. Education and skill development are also very important. So if you took any courses, workshops, or certifications during your time off, you can highlight those too. Or if you're in a time of not having a job, check out different places like LinkedIn or Google certifications to get you some extra skills to really help you get a job later on. Maybe you traveled, focused on personal growth, or took on family responsibilities. Those are all valid and show your commitment as well. So don't be worried if you did not do any of the prior things we talked about. Also think about updating your LinkedIn profile. It should be aligned with your resume. Include all the details about freelance work, volunteer activities, or any experiences that fill the gaps that you may have. 
Lastly, be prepared to address gaps during interviews. Practice your responses, focus on positive and confident aspects of your journey, but don't worry, we'll talk more about responding to questions in the interview later on in the episode. Gaps in your resume are part of life for many. The key is to demonstrate your value and grow during those moments. Now that you're selected for an interview, let's talk about preparing for the interview. As you begin preparing for your interview, I cannot stress how important it is to research the position and organization beforehand. I'm talking the mission, goals, company facts, everything, everything about the company prior to interviewing. Nothing is worse than someone coming to a job interview and knowing nothing about the company. I know a job is a job and you may not really care about all those facts. You may just want the money, but it goes really far when you show you're prepared and you show your knowledge of the company. Don't assume you know everything about the organization, even if you have a little bit of experience with that organization. For me, when I changed positions in the same organization, I was honestly shook by how different it was from one department to another. So it's very smart to always do your research. Next, familiarize yourself with the duties, responsibilities, and requirements of the position. This will get you prepared to answer the questions they ask you to the best of your ability, and you can even pair your answers with previous work that is directly relatable to the position. I know it may be annoying or you may feel embarrassed to do so, but I really recommend practicing interviewing. Take the time to research and review typical interview questions to help give you a framework for your response. Literally go on Google or go on Glassdoor and find some frequently asked questions for the field you're in and ask around your network that may be working at the company to give you potential questions beforehand. For example, I've been working in higher ed for a few years. So when I had a friend that was applying for a job in higher ed, she came to me and asked me, what are some questions people in higher ed may ask? Because in corporate world, they may be asking completely different questions than what I might be asking in a higher ed position. If you are 20 something still in college, I highly recommend utilizing your college career center. I utilized my career center and I even got some certificates there and it really helped me become more confident with applying to jobs as well as interviewing. When it comes to scheduling the interview, be sure to be flexible with scheduling and be sure to allow sufficient time for the interview. If it isn't given to you beforehand, make sure you're on top of asking for specifics regarding the time, location, and point of contact, as well as any other logistical details for your interview, just so you feel prepared and you feel comfortable. If you are one to get nervous beforehand, and don't be embarrassed, most people get nervous beforehand, you can ask whether there'll be one or multiple interviewers present at the interview. That way you can look up who's going to be interviewing you on LinkedIn and learn different things about the people. This is really nice because it shows that you may have some common interests with the interviewers. This can cause you more ease as well as put a face to the names you've been seeing on the screen. Now that you've secured your interview, have done your research on the company and interviewers, prepped your portfolio and set your time for the interview, it is time to get ready and go. Make sure to dress the part. As I mentioned in episode three of Darian Diaries, the 20 something survival guide, how would someone who's in the job you desire stand, speak, think, feel, and dress? Think about it, internalize it, become it. Once you are dressed and clean, plan to arrive early. 
Be mindful that security and access requirements may vary by location, and even if it is an online meeting, tech issues can occur. If there's one thing we've learned from the pandemic, it is that tech is not always reliable. So be sure to be, or be prepared to be sitting in the waiting room, whether it be virtual or the physical space, 10 to 15 minutes early, just so you're prepared. If the meeting is in person, check with the hiring manager or point of contact regarding appropriate arrival times, check-in procedures, and logistics. Remember, loves, you only get one chance to make a first impression. At the beginning of almost every interview, be prepared to summarize your experience in about 30 seconds and describe what you bring to the position. Honestly, what I've found most important and helpful in the describe yourself or who are you section of an interview is showing personality. I always make sure to throw in some fun facts about me too, not just showing my career journey or just talking about my academics. So I do a formula kind of like, I'm Darian, here's my background, here's work I've done in the past, I'm really proud of XYZ, maybe you list a project, maybe you list a personal passion, and then maybe mention a hobby or two. It can really help break the ice and show some commonality um, between the interviewers and you. During the interview, listen carefully to each question asked. Answer questions as directly as possible. Remember, it is okay to pause and take a moment before hopping into your answer when you're interviewing. Allow yourself to think and reflect before responding and focus on your achievements relevant to the position using examples of how your knowledge, skills, and abilities fit that job. If you get lost in your response, feel free to ask the interviewer to restate the question if you need further clarification. Trust me, it's not embarrassing and we all know that we all get nervous during interviewers. So the interview, interviewer, The interviewer will understand that as the interviewee, you may get nervous. (laughs) In your responses, try your best to remain positive and avoid negative comments about past employers. No one likes a negative Nelly. Let's be real. (laughs) Be aware of your body language and your tone of voice. One place I know that I personally struggle sometimes is talking too fast. So try to slow down your thoughts and words and respond in a calm manner. If you want more tips on how to appear more confident, check out my Becoming the Main Character episode, which is episode three of Darian Diaries. Remain engaged by giving your full attention to the interviewer. One way I do this is by actively listening, which we've talked about active listening a few different times on this podcast, but just as a little refresher, or if this is your first episode, is not just listening to respond listening to understand. You can take notes on what's being said and therefore you can refer back to your notes on later. Remember, even though you are the person getting interviewed, you are also interviewing the people there too to see if you're a good fit for the culture of the company. Be sure to ask any final questions or any questions throughout the interview about the organization and the position. For me, I always like to ask about company culture, opportunities for growth in the position and at the company, and what I can expect in a typical day. Some conversations regarding salary, benefits, and other human resource matters should primarily be addressed with the servicing HR person listed on the job announcement, so you might want to refrain from asking those questions in your first round of interviews or if you're in an interview with multiple people sitting in. But the last thing you should ask always is about next steps in the selection process and potential timeframes. 
In your sign-off, address the interviewer by name and reinforce your interest in the position and thank the interviewer for the opportunity to interview. Now we are almost done with the tips. So after the interview, make sure to follow up with a thank you email or even a letter if you are old fashioned and know the address. Try to be patient with hearing back, but if a good time of amount, but if a good time of amount, <laughs> but if a good amount of time has passed, feel free to follow up for more information and stay updated on the decision timeline. Some companies will really drag you out and it is so frustrating. Trust me, I've experienced this several times firsthand and higher ed is a very, very known um, slow poke <laughs> when it comes to this. Let's say they're a turtle. Higher ed is a turtle when it comes to this. They are very slow with the decision process. So just make sure you're following up and continuing to show that you are interested in the position if you are still interested in said position. That is all I have for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the 20-something survival guide. I hope today you learned something new about how to master the art of career conversations and feel a little bit more comfortable with interviewing. As always, you can always DM me for any questions. I'd be happy to link with you on LinkedIn. Make sure to follow the show on whatever place you get your podcast if you enjoyed it today. And if you really, really enjoyed it today, or even if you didn't, please consider rating the show and leaving some feedback so I can continue to grow this 20-something survival guide fam with you and we can all get the most out of the survival guide. Follow Darian Diaries on Instagram to participate in polls, request show topics, and master the art of surviving and thriving in your 20s. If you're interested in connecting with other 20-somethings, we can do so on Instagram, or I even created a chat room in Geneva called the Surviving and Thriving Club, where we all can learn to survive and thrive together. Thanks again for listening. I'm Darian Alexis, and don't forget to survive and thrive.